Okay, you're listening to The Plan Podcast, episode number three, and today we are talking about water. I am going to tell you a little bit more about my mission to stay hydrated, what it was that finally got me on the water train in the first place, and then I'm going to help you put together a plan to be more consistent or increase your water intake if that's something that you're interested in, which I hope you are, and hopefully that will be helpful. So if you are someone who is constantly saying, I need to drink more water, or if you honestly can't even remember the last time you drank 60 to 80 ounces of water in one day, then this episode is hopefully going to give you a little bit of motivation. All right. Are you ready to get hydrated? Thanks for tuning in to The Plan Podcast. We don't know everything, but we're putting together a plan to figure it out, one topic, an episode at a time. If your goal is to live better, do better, or be better, then this is the podcast for you. So grab your favorite pen, folks, and let's make some plans with your host, Danny Bruflot from Time is Honey. All right, Danny, let's get planning. If there is one topic that I can talk about forever. It's probably water. Um, I know it's maybe not that glamorous or maybe even that interesting, but it is something that we should all care about and be aware of because how much water we drink can have such a huge impact on us. And not just physically. I feel like we're all very aware of the physical impact of dehydration, but it also has a huge mental impact on us. During the course of this podcast series, we are going to cover a lot of topics, everything from planning great vacations to starting your own business. But let me just tell you guys, if you aren't hydrated, you're not going to have the energy for any of it. So then what's the point, right? So that's why this episode is kind of right at the beginning. It's just something I feel really strongly in. For me, drinking water was a gigantic part of my transformation, my journey as a business owner. And has it just played a huge role in living a happier, healthier life? Over 75% of the American population is functioning in a chronic state of dehydration. Isn't that crazy? Part of me wants to be shocked by those numbers, but I know all too well how easy it is to live day to day at least slightly dehydrated. And I know this because I did it for most of my life. It really is something that we just don't talk enough about and something that so many of us are just really uninformed of. So if you aren't sure whether or not you're dehydrated, you know what? There is a very easy way to tell and it's called looking at your pee. So that's right. We're going to take like 30 seconds right now to discuss pee because it's the really quick way to check in on yourself, see if you're getting enough water. Uh, doctors can also do a urinalysis where they can look at what is in your pee to tell you if you're getting enough water or not. But if you want to avoid going to the doctor, A couple of things you can look for are how frequently you're going to the bathroom. Um, On average, you should pee between seven and 10 times a day. So for those of you who have no idea how many times you go, maybe keep track of it. But if you're someone who can confidently say that you only pee maybe three or four or five times a day, you probably aren't getting enough water. Another thing you can do is look at the color of your urine. Um, For the most part, when you go pee, the water should be clear in the toilet bowl. You really shouldn't be able to see that you urinated in it. If there's a slight yellow color, that's probably okay too. But anything more than that, or if you really change the color of the water in the bowl, it could be a concern. 
You can also pay attention to how long you go pee for. Isn't this conversation fun? I think this is very fun. Um, So on average, you should pee for about 21 seconds and it should be a pretty solid, strong stream. It shouldn't be like a trickle and you shouldn't have to physically exert yourself in order to pee, meaning you shouldn't have to like try to pee. It should be pretty effortless. Okay, so those are some things you can look at just to kind of get a basic measurement where you're at as far as whether or not you are hydrated enough. So that is everyone's homework for today. Just go pee. (laughs) Pay attention to the color, length of time, and the stream. I know this is such an awkward conversation. It's awkward for me too. I'm like sitting here alone with headphones on talking about pee. So it's only going to get more awkward from here probably. Um, But honestly, this is so important, not just for being healthy, but just for being alive and functioning at your very best. So look at your pee. It's fun. Um, All right. So for me personally, I try to drink 120 ounces of water every day. For some people, that seems like an insane number. For other people, that's probably about what they drink as well. So uh, personally, I know that I can survive on a lot less than that. And I do not think that everyone needs to drink 120 ounces a day. And that's like not my mission here at all. I just listen to my body. And that is the amount that I personally drink each day. It's pretty effortless. Um... That's just what my body naturally craves. I pretty much sip water all day throughout the day. Um, So it just kind of equals out to about 120 ounces every single day. My hope for this podcast isn't that you will walk away from it and start chugging a gallon of water every day. My hope is just to inform you a bit about what chronic dehydration looks like and maybe inspire you to make hydration more of a focus of your wellness routines. Does that make sense? I hope so. Okay, so like we grow up hearing people say things like the human body is 60% water. We've probably all heard that before. And that is a true fact. The brain is more than 70% water. The heart is about 75. Lungs are about 83. And I feel like when we think about that, like if you really just visualize how much water should be in your body in order to keep it functioning properly, it makes so much sense that whether or not we consume enough water has such a direct and immediate impact on how we feel and how we perform. For most of my life, I barely drink water. And looking back, I can definitely see how much of an impact that had on my health. I have this short list of ways that dehydration can manifest when it comes to your health. And I want to read through it with you and just kind of think about if these are things you've experienced or been concerned about. I know that for me, when I go down this list, a lot of them were things that I was living with previously. So here are some of the side effects of just chronic dehydration, and it, it can be pretty subtle dehydration or somewhat severe. These can come out of any of it, starting with headaches, bad breath, not sweating when you work out or exercise, mental fatigue, not thinking clearly, dry skin, constipation, exhaustion, dark circles or bags under your eyes, and weight gain or difficulties managing your weight. Now, those are some of the more short-term side effects, but things like poor kidney function, kidney stones, UTIs, all sorts of intestinal and digestive issues, and even diseases like dementia have been linked to living with chronic dehydration. There are also some studies that link chronic dehydration in women with premature birth and other complications with pregnancy. So it's definitely something that as women, we especially want to pay attention to. Um, On one hand, it makes so much sense that something as vital as water could be causing such huge health problems. And then on the other hand, it's kind of shocking because we just so rarely talk about it. 
what was it that finally got me to drink enough water? Well, it was back in 2010, which as you learned in episode number two was the year that I really took control of my own health and made some really big changes. Now, Josh, my husband, has always been really good about drinking water, at least for as long as we've known each other. He was the guy in college that was always carrying around a Nalgene bottle and the same when we were dating and when we were engaged before we got married. And he'd often make comments to me about how I needed to drink more water. I guess sometimes husbands are, right? Um, But before I started drinking water, I would often come home from work with a very kind of subtle headache, but kind of right back at the base of my head, on my neck, just this like subtle pounding headache. And I would make him rub my neck. And it was often preceded with him commenting on whether or not I'd had any water that day. Not even like, have you had enough water? Have you had any water today? The answer was usually no, just rub my neck. Um, Needless to say, one of the things that I noticed right when I started drinking water regularly was barely ever getting headaches. And I still, it's been, you know, almost nine years now, I still very rarely get just a random headache that doesn't have a certain cause like sleeping weird or going out. Um, I just really, really get headaches anymore. And it used to be something I was dealing with multiple times a week. So um, yeah, unfortunately, I didn't listen to him at the time, which meant that I lived a couple extra years dehydrated. But in 2010, when I finally took control of my health, it was a conversation with a nutritionist that finally created this visual for me and helped me understand a pretty basic bodily function and then got me to drink more water. And what the nutritionist said to me was basically something like this. When we eat healthier and move more, our bodies should be burning fat. But that burn fat doesn't magically just evaporate into the air. It needs somewhere to go. If we don't give it somewhere to go, it really just slows down our results technically. And I think we all know what happens when we aren't seeing results, right? We give up. So now the nutritionist wasn't 100, 100% correct because some of the fat does sort of evaporate into thin air. Some of it has to be released from the body as sweat. So kind of does just evaporate. Um, but most of it is removed from our body as urine or solid waste. And water plays a pretty vital role in both of those processes. Um, we need about 60 to 80 ounces of water each day just to complete our basic bodily functions, um, just hydrating our organs, lubricating our joints, and so on. But if you want to actively help your body remove unwanted waste, you have to increase your water intake to kind of get that going. So many of us change our diet and start eating healthier or start going to the gym three times a week in order to look and feel better. And then we're discouraged when we don't see change in the mirror or on the scale or in the way we feel. So oftentimes it's because we just don't think about what actually needs to take place inside our bodies in order for positive change to happen outside. And so that was really the visual that just got me drinking water. Um, I knew I wanted to improve the way I looked and the way I felt, and I was putting in the effort into meal planning and eating healthier meals and moving more. And it was just like that visual of just wanting to get the bad stuff out, the good stuff in, and kind of start anew. Um, So that was what kind of did it for me in the very beginning. And now that I've been at a healthy weight for several years, this idea is still something that motivates me. If I have a weekend where I go out for happy hour or I go out for a concert or, you know, just like a raging party or maybe a weekend where I indulge in favorite foods and maybe make choices that aren't the healthiest for me, I know that it's not something I need to feel guilty about and that a few days of just 
focusing on drinking plenty of water. It'll help move those things out of my body. Whereas before, I definitely felt like the impact of having unhealthy habits for a few days, for a weekend or for a vacation, it had a more long-lasting impact on me mentally and physically with just the way I felt. So back in 2010, I started drinking more water. The goal was 100 ounces per day. And I remember it being a bit of a struggle maybe for the first week or two. Uh, The good news is that once your body is used to drinking more water, it naturally craves it and it'll just remind you to drink it. It'll become kind of second nature to you. I definitely started to notice my brain telling me like, hey, lady, you're kind of thirsty more often, and it really does become easier within a couple of weeks. In the beginning, you might also feel like you're peeing all the time, and that is probably one of the questions people ask me the most often. But my experience has been that once you're hydrating, your body gets better about regulating itself. And although I will say that I go to the bathroom pretty frequently, I definitely, definitely um, don't feel like it's an inconvenience. And I would say that the benefits are definitely worth a couple extra trips to the bathroom. So (laughs) what are some of the benefits that I noticed? Well, I actually talked about how it helps me regulate my body already, but to be more specific, I feel um, it really just helps regulate my weight more easily. I don't feel like my weight fluctuates up and down all that often. I feel like I have really good control over what my body is doing. I definitely saw a difference right away um, in my skin and just like the brightness of my eyes um, and my skin feeling much less dry. I had trouble with dry skin my whole life and it made a huge difference once I started drinking enough water. Um, Within a couple weeks, I noticed that I had a lot more energy and that was probably the biggest game changer for me. Within a month or two, I was noticing a lot more mental clarity, feeling like I had more creative thoughts. And not only did I have better thoughts and stuff, but I had the energy and motivation to follow through on some of them. It really was an eye-opening experience for me. I am just really so thankful for the changes I made and how they helped me improve my physical health. But Like I've said, it was really the mental impact that's made me never look back and has really just made me a pretty diehard hydrovangelist, as I like like to say. Um, So I hope that some of this is making sense and maybe connecting with you. I think the bottom line is that I want people to realize all the ways that water consumption impacts your life. And one thing I really want you to look at is the idea that Maybe if you aren't super gung-ho about water and you aren't convinced that drinking water can drastically change your life, it might be because you've never gotten to a point of being fully hydrated. And I don't want that to sound snooty, but I just want you to think about the fact that, you know, I think a lot of us have a glass of water here or there and we consume other beverages throughout the day like juice and coffee and pop that we're able to feel good. You know, we're not dying of thirst and we're not uncomfortable. We are somewhat hydrated, but maybe it's just that we feel okay and we really have never felt amazing because we've never been fully hydrated. And so we just don't buy into this idea that drinking 80 or 90 or 100 or 120 ounces of water every day is going to somehow change your life. But I just really think that if you go a week or you invest maybe two weeks or three weeks into trying to make sure that you drink 80 ounces every day, 
I really do think that you will never, ever, 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 ever go back. So I've been hydrating for the past eight years, and in that time, I feel like I've gotten pretty good at it. So I've got 10 tips here to share with you to try to help you drink more water. Okay, tip number one. My first tip is to decide whether or not you like the taste of water. If you're one of those people who claims to not like the flavor, figure out what it is that you don't like because, spoiler alert, water should be pretty flavorless. So check the tap water at your house or your work to see if it has a strange flavor. Um, There's also websites you can send a water sample in to see if there's anything weird going on in your water. So that might be something you want to look into. Um, If your water does have an issue or you honestly really do think it tastes weird, um, check to see if there is a place nearby where you can get access to free water. Sometimes there are public wells or filling stations or even filtered water available publicly. Um, If not, consider investing in a water filter for your faucet or a pitcher cell filter that you keep inside the fridge. Personally, right now I use a Soma water pitcher and I can't recommend them enough. I have... (laughs) kind of an unhealthy relationship with my Soma water pitcher. When we moved to Europe, I actually brought it on the airplane with me. Um, So it's Soma, S-O-M-A. You can Google them. It's very good stuff. I like them. Um, It's also my experience that as you drink more water, you'll become less picky about the flavor. So I think over time, as you get used to just drinking plain water, you just start to care less about what it tastes like, or maybe it just all starts to taste pretty good to you. So although I don't want to advocate for purchasing bottled water, um, if you purchase a gallon jug or whatever for the first couple of weeks just to get you into the habit of drinking water, um, you know, it'll cost you about a dollar at the grocery store or a gas station, um, like one dollar for a one gallon jug. If you recycle those plastic containers or do something creative with them, it's not a huge, you know, issue for the environment. Um, And if it gets you through those first two weeks and motivates you to drink a healthy amount of water, I think it's worth it. And it's kind of a small price to pay. When I very first started drinking water, I was so picky about it. I was so high maintenance. I actually signed us up for a Culligan water prescription where we had water delivered directly to our home. And then I also talked my employer at the time into also getting a Culligan plan. So I had Culligan water at home and at work, and it was a complete luxury I admit it was so high maintenance of me, but it was awesome and it really got me into drinking water. So Culligan is a pretty good service. Um, It wasn't super expensive. And so if that's something that you think would get you and maybe your family into drinking water more regularly, look into it. It's definitely something to consider if if the options are doing Culligan water or being dehydrated, I would choose doing Culligan water. So think about that. My second tip is that I think one of the biggest thing that stops most of us from just drinking the right amount of water isn't that we don't want to. It's just that we don't have it readily available. So the more you can just keep, you know, chilled drinking water right next to you at all times, the more likely you are to just consume it um, on a regular basis. So for me, I love having a tumbler, which is usually like a metal or glass container that has a lid and a straw in it. My favorite tumbler is an aluminum one by Bubba, and I'll link to it in the show notes. It's I really love it. It keeps things hot and cold, and it's just a really good size. It's a 24-ounce tumbler. So yeah, I think having a specific vessel that's designated for your water, something that's pretty portable and that you more or less keep with you at all times is really great and helps you start just kind of sipping water 
all the time throughout your day, especially if you can have it with you if you're on the train or on the bus or on a long commute. Having some water in the car, it's an easy way to kind of hydrate on the go. Tip number three. Uh, This is a game that I play with myself and maybe other people will find it fun and maybe you won't, but I use my desire for coffee and tea as a motivator. It's like I kind of blackmail myself. So basically, I tell myself that I can't have coffee or tea until I've consumed 40 ounces of water. So usually I wake up around 5 or 6 a.m. And I don't usually have coffee until about 9.30. I'm not one of those people that like has to have it right when they wake up. I like to get up, work out, go for a walk, um, usually do the dishes, make breakfast, and then kind of start my day. And then I like to kind of get my schedule figured out, figure out what my priorities are for the day. Once I'm ready to like really get down to work, that's when I will walk to a coffee shop or fire up the French press. And that's about the time that I check in with myself to see how much water I've had. Now, if I've been up for three or four hours, I'm probably going to definitely be near that 40 ounce goal. It's usually not a huge issue, Um, but it's just an opportunity for me to give myself motivation to drink enough water in the morning. And then also to just remember to check in with myself around that time where I'm really wanting coffee to say like, okay, you want to go to the coffee shop, but how much water have you had? Um, And maybe if I'm only at, you know, 30 ounces or whatever, it just reminds me to fill up my tumbler and finish off those 40 ounces. And then um, that just puts me at 40 ounces before, you know, 9.30 or 10 a.m. So it really sets me up for hitting my, my, at least my minimum water goal every day, which is 80 ounces. Um, But I usually try to drink closer to 100 or 120. So it puts me at a really good spot early in the morning. So maybe try that with yourself. Just if you're, if you're a coffee or tea drinker, Tell, your, tell yourself that you're going to drink, you know, 16 ounces or 20 ounces or 40 ounces. Um, some days I tell myself 60 or 80 ounces before coffee. Um, so try kind of tricking yourself into that as a motivator. Um, tip number four, try not to use your career as an excuse. And this, I'm probably going to get like some angry comments from people. But um, by this, I just mean there are careers out there that make it hard to drink water. I 100% understand that. And I 100% understand how lucky I am that I pretty much just sit at home and drink water and pee all day. Totally, totally get it. Um, I have a lot of friends who are nurses, a lot of friends who are teachers. And oh, I actually like kind of hate talking with them about how hard it is for them to drink water because obviously they want to drink water and they want to feel better. Um, And it's just really hard for them with their jobs and their schedules to be able to use the restroom whenever they need to. And so they feel a little bit more constricted on when they can drink water, how much of it they can drink, and so on. So what I like to think of is if you have a schedule that's hard to fit hydration into, um, try to focus on the times of day where you are outside of work. So think about what you do in the morning and what you do in the evening or whatever and how much water you could drink outside of your 8 to 5 schedule. So I think it really just kind of comes down to, you know, getting yourself to drink 24 or 30 or 40 ounces in the morning, maybe drinking 16 ounces on your commute to work, drinking ounces on your commute home from work, and trying to get in some water before bed. Um, Drinking water with all of your meals, so when you get your lunch break or you have time for a snack, making sure that you're drinking water instead of something that's like sugary or kind of dehydrating. 
I think it's just a matter of prioritizing it throughout the day. But like I said, I totally understand that there are careers that make it really hard. Um, As much as I think of my friends who are nurses and teachers, um, recently I've been thinking a lot about people who are delivery drivers and um, how they just spend like all day in the car with no access to a bathroom on a pretty tight schedule. So it's not super easy for them to just pull over and use any public bathrooms. And I mean, those people really do have to think about when they can have access to a restroom. So I totally know that it's not possible for everyone. And I think my tip here is just to think as much as you can outside of your schedule, because although it's great to be able to just drink water all throughout the day, if you can kind of pack it in around your work schedule, it really helps. Okay, so tip number five is to track it. Um, It can be really easy to lose track of your ounces or think you're consuming more than you actually are. So I just recommend tracking it. You can do something simple like make a little checklist on a post-it note and keep it at your desk. Another one of my favorite ways is to put a little piece of washi tape directly on my tumbler. Then I just put a little checkbox for how many times I want to refill it. And every time I refill it, I just fill one of them in or put a checkmark on it with a Sharpie. At the end of the day, I take the washi tape off, throw it away and do it every day for the whole week. Um, Another thing are any of my planning pages, which are available in my Etsy shop. Um, Almost all of my designs have a hydration tracking system in them um, because it's just such a big part of my day. So check those designs out if you want like a planner or notepad that kind of also has that hydration tracking built into it. I also have a separate hydration tracker printable um, that I have laminated and hanging on my fridge. So that's another great way to track it. Uh, I have a link to all of those in the show notes for today. And then there's also a lot of good phone apps. I don't have a specific one I recommend because I guess I just prefer the act of physically writing it down and checking it off. But there's a bunch of apps and I know people have talked about them in my Facebook group, which I'll talk about later. Um, So you could search the group if you want some app recommendations, but there's plenty of them out there. Um, Tip number six is only to drink water with your meals. Now, I have beverages that I kind of associate with each meal. Like I like to have lattes in the morning and I like to do my collagen water with lunch. And I think we all need a good glass of wine with dinner from time to time. Um, But just try as much as you can while you're eating to only drink water. It's a really easy way to get eight to 10 ounces in, which if you're eating three meals a day is 30 ounces. And then if you can get 30 ounces in outside of that, you're already at 60 ounces. So it just helps it add up much quicker. So tip number seven, and this one is for people who are social and you don't have to be necessarily drinking, but if you're a person who is just social and you're out in restaurants or bars and doing social things, um, try to make sure that you're mixing water in along with it. So if you're having any sort of beverage, whether it's you know a latte at Starbucks or a cocktail at a little bar, try to make sure that for every extra beverage that you have, you also drink like 12 to 16 ounces of water. And so I do this a lot because Josh and I are both very social. We go out a lot. Um, so if we're out for a concert or something and I'm going to have three or four beers throughout the night, I'll just alternate. So I'll have a beer, then I'll have 12 ounces of water and then a beer and then 12 ounces of water. Um, and it, I still have a great time, have a great night. Um, just kind of helps me regulate what I'm putting into my body and what's going out. It's a fun way to make sure you're still staying really hydrated and getting plenty of water in. All right. So 
Tip number eight, if you are just really struggling to drink plain water and you feel like you need some flavor mix in, um, I personally try to avoid products that have artificial sweeteners, um, things like Mio or Crystal Light, uh, just because artificial sweeteners are not part of my diet regularly. And I'll do an episode that talks a little bit more about um, how I do healthy eating. But Artificial sweeteners for me are a no. And so instead, I suggest trying something like uh, LaCroix water or herbal teas or infusing your water. Water doesn't have to be boring. And once you adjust to drinking plain water, you'll probably be amazed by how much flavor just a little bit of fruit adds to a cold pitcher of water. But the transition doesn't necessarily happen overnight. If your taste buds are used to soda or high calorie juices or other flavorful beverages, Fruit-infused water will taste really boring in the very beginning, but eventually you're going to be amazed and downright giddy um, just over how delicious a pitcher of water that's infused with watermelon and mint or whatever will taste. Um, So I have a water infusion pitcher and also a water infusion bottle that you can kind of take on the go with you that are made for infusing water with fruit. So I will link to those in the show notes in case they sound like something that you want. But just kind of experiment with combinations. Some of my favorites are pineapple chunks in water, watermelon, mint, strawberries, all of them add really great flavor to the water and just make it a little bit more exciting. So try infusing it with water if you're interested. Um, Another tip um, that I used a lot in the beginning, and it's kind of cheating, (laughs) but eat spicy food. So if you feel like you're having a hard time getting your water in and you feel like you keep coming in at around 50 or 60 ounces every day, try making a really spicy dinner because I guarantee you (laughs) it's it's pretty amazing how quickly a 24-ounce tumbler of water can disappear if you're eating like a really spicy stir fry or burrito or something. So give that a try if you feel like you just keep coming in shy under what you want your goal to be. Just try to making your food a little bit spicier than you normally would. Okay, so my is this my last tip? It's my last tip. Okay, so my 10th and final tip is really just to stay motivated, but be patient. Be patient with yourself. You might not reach your goal every single day. Um, I like to say that I do reach mine every day. Um, but if I'm being honest, there, I'm sure there are days where I come in under under my goal of 100 ounces and probably under 80 ounces occasionally, maybe if we're traveling or something. So just be patient with yourself and know that it's okay to miss a day. Um, being hydrated five days out of seven is better than being dehydrated seven days out of seven. <laughs> so just know that you can be patient with yourself and that eventually your body will start to just kind of naturally crave the water and drinking a healthy amount of it will become second nature to you. Eventually you will hit a point where you can't believe what life was like before you started drinking water and you'll feel like a totally new person. You'll have tons of energy. Your skin will be glowing. The pee will be flowing. (laughs) Oh God, you'll love it. (laughs) I just said that. Okay. All right. So those are my 10 tips to get you hydrated, kind of welcome you into hydration nation, get you on a mission for pissing. Wow, I'm on a roll right now. (laughs) Okay, so the whole episode is to get you finally drinking water, all right? So I hope that some of these tips were helpful or at least got you thinking about how you could be incorporating more water into your day without a whole lot of effort. So 
Now you've got the tips. What's the plan from here? Okay, I do have an actual plan for you. I do. (laughs) And I'm getting to it. So on my blog, I have a four-day plan for increasing your water intake. If that sounds like something you're into where you just don't know how to start or you feel like you've tried in the past and you just never really get into a good routine with it, this four-day plan can really help you just kind of gently increase your intake. It's nothing in, like nothing crazy or weird. It's just very gentle, kind of a natural flow. Of, I probably shouldn't say flow when I'm talking about water intake. Okay, so <laughs> it's, it's a pretty simple plan and it's all on my blog. I'll link to it in the show notes. but. Basically, what the outline of the plan is, is that you'll wake up tomorrow and you'll try to drink eight ounces of water. So that's basically a measuring cup, right? Not a huge amount. So eight ounces of water and you'll do that six times a day. And so I tell people try to drink um, one eight ounce cup right when you wake up in the morning, then drink a second one with your breakfast, drink a third one before you allow yourself to have any of your coffee or tea, do a fourth one with lunch, a fifth one with your dinner, and then try to drink a sixth one sometime between dinner and bed. So when you break it down like that, I think it sounds pretty simple. That puts you at about 48 ounces of water for one day. So not even that much. And when you break that down, that's only about two ounces of water each hour, right? That's nothing. Like we have all totally taken two shots of tequila in an hour before. So we can totally do this. And then the next step of the plan is to just increase that every day over the next three days. So increase it to 10 ounces, 12 ounces, 14 ounces, and so on until you get to a point where you're drinking 60 or 80 or 100 or 120 ounces, whatever your end goal is. So it's a super simple plan. Like I said, I have an entire blog post that lays it all out in more detail if you want to tackle it yourself. And the link to that is in the show notes. But I'm really excited because if this sounds like something you could get hip to, or if you feel like you drink plenty of water, but you would just kind of like a community to hold you accountable and kind of rally around you for it, I'm going to do a free challenge starting this coming Monday, which is October. Must look at calendar. It is October 12th, Monday, October 12th. So if you find my Facebook group on Oh my God. If you find my Facebook group on Facebook, they're okay. If you go find the private Facebook group, it's called Time is Honey Hive. And it's a totally free group, has lots of great people in it already. Go over and join it. And starting on Monday, I'm going to be posting daily to the group to kind of break down the plan, give you some water prompts, share some tips, chat with you, answer any questions that you have, and just kind of encourage each other, remind each other to drink the water. We're going to follow this four-day plan to increase our intake. So if you have a really hard time drinking water, you want to get on this hydration train, this is your invitation on board. So head over to the Time is Honey Hive on Facebook, join, and then follow along Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of next week. Um, And at the end of it, everyone who participates is going to get a free water tracker for their fridge. So head over, join, drink some water. It'll be fun. I promise. I'll try to make it fun. (laughs) So, okay. This episode had a ton of information. Um, I think I talked about pee a little more than I intended to, so (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) But it also had just a ton of resources. So be sure to visit planpodcast.com. Check out the show notes if you're looking for links to the hydration trackers, my planners, all my favorite products. I'll link to all my favorite water bottles, water pitchers, filters, things that I use when I'm traveling, all that. Um, 
in the show notes. So check that out. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys next week when we'll be shifting gears a little bit and talking about iPhone photography. Um, This is a topic that I've been teaching workshops on now for like three years. And I'm going to give you a little crash course on the topic, as well as free access to my whole iPhone photography ebook. Um, It's really great material, whether you are trying to create imagery for a business or you're just trying to get better pictures of yourself, your kids, your dog. Um, So yeah, I look forward to chatting with you guys about that. And I will see you next week for episode number four. Thank you for tuning in and making some plans with us today. You can find the show notes for all episodes over at planpodcast.com. If you enjoyed today's show, be sure to tell someone about it by sharing this episode with them and taking a moment to rate us and review us in the App Store. Don't forget, we've got plans next week, and we will see you then.